Hello, hello everyone. It is Jack and you're listening to Dev90X. Today is day 41 and I've got a good one for y'all today. (laughs) I have finally plugged in Handstand Vision into a template app and (laughs) I'm, I'm honestly embarrassed that it took me this long to really just hack something together so that I could test my handstand vision model on an actual device. Um, But here we are, day 41, almost halfway through the 90 day challenge. And this is a a huge milestone for me. This is probably the biggest milestone because this determines the viability of the concept as a whole. Uh, if, If it's not viable to use the app in the wild, quote unquote, in the wild, um, then the app won't, won't be viable as a concept overall. And there's, there's plenty of apps that have gone the way of the wind um, for this reason, because the concept is good in theory, but then in practice, it doesn't quite work. Um, and I think that that may be the problem with the leading competitor that I have, Handstand Quest. Um, where the app requires that you hit the start and stop button on tracking your handstands. So it doesn't give you accurate data. And you also have the option to verbally tell the phone start or stop, but it doesn't always pick it up as you would expect. And so that's where vision comes in. That's where computer vision comes in. And this is my theory that computer vision solves this problem good enough that it makes the the whole app concept viable of tracking your handstands and then getting into that data analytics pawn that so many people love. Just looking at those graphs, getting those streaks, (laughs) sharing your results with your friends and competing with your friends um, in terms of commitment and dedication to your practice. So that's the whole concept behind Handstander. And that's what handstand vision is built to do, is to recognize handstands in a live video feed. So we are doing that now. We are actually doing that on my iPhone. I've got handstand, uh, well, I've just called it guess my handstand at this point. Uh, It's guess my handstand, which is a derivative of guess my exercise, which is built by Apple. It's their template code for doing an activity classification app. Uh, So this is all new actually. Um, So yeah, I found Guess My Exercise, which was hidden in the documentation. It wasn't obvious, because the main thing that they kind of push is this action and vision, which displays the entire capability of the, um, the vision framework. It does object detection, it does contour detection, it does, it does trajectory analysis. It does flight paths of this beanbag toss game. Um, so it does everything pretty much. And so they always put, they push that one and, and they have a lot of videos about that, that specific app. But what I really needed was a, a much simpler boilerplate template of just plugging in an activity model, uh, an action recognizer uh, of my own. And I found it. It's buried deep in the documentation. They have this template. And so I, I grabbed the template and I looked through it. It looked fairly, fairly complicated. Um, 
And all morning I worked on it. And to be honest, this morning I actually felt that I felt like giving up. I felt like it was too hard. Um, I was. I opened up, guess my exercise, and I saw that you know twenty different Swift files under you know five different folders, all doing different things. And then I read the documentation, and <laughs> it's just it's not a simple thing. What's going on behind the scenes? You know, it's taking a, a camera feed and passing passing it from one kind of analyzer to the next to extract data and extract features and then, you know, put that into a multi-dimensional arrays and then pass those arrays onto, you know, a deep learning model that's been trained to understand an output from certain key points of input. You know, it's really not a simple thing that's going on behind the scenes. I mean, lucky for me, I'm, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants here where I don't have to figure all this out for myself from scratch because that would be impossible. Um, so, yeah, I was discouraged to say the least, but I spent a good three hours just focused on, on this code and just working my way through the code and figuring out what to do. And I learned a couple of things that I'd been doing wrong. Number one, I was trying to rename things to plug my model into a code base that had another model plugged into it. So I had to essentially unplug the other model and plug mine in and reconfigure the entire application so that it's recognizing the correct poses. This other application had four different classes. It had burpees, it had lunges, and it had jumping jacks. And it had other, as in not any of those three. And mine has eight. So it's definitely a it's it's definitely a different overall structure. And luckily, luckily this this has been built in the way that it it makes it fairly easy to unplug and replug in a different model. And so I discovered that through refactoring the code. This is something else that I didn't know. There's a refactor option where you can rename things and it will find every instance of that in the project. So the biggest mistake I had been making is that I was trying to manually rename things in the code. And Xcode's really great that it can give you, you know, an auto-suggest feature that will, you know, give a drop-down box of all the things that you could potentially use uh, that are available. And so my handstand model showed up in that auto-suggest box and I just went with it. But you know, I, I had to try and manually go through all the code and find all the instances myself. And that got really frustrating because it was just breaking everything and I couldn't actually figure out why. <laughs> um, so I figured that out. I got it working. It's on my phone and this is kind of a big deal now because I just tested it for the first time in the wild. And it's, I got to be honest, it's, fairly, it's, it's a promising result. Given that I, I spent about a w one week training the model, um, and that, was, that also included me learning how to train the model and how to collect data and setting up a data pipeline, collecting, editing clips, sorting the clips, organizing them into their correct folders, and then putting that entire folder hierarchy as a project into CreateML and then training it on my laptop I did all of this in, in one week and in the end I 
I cut it short as soon as I had the kind of bare bones amount of data. And it works fairly well for the bare bones amount. I'm actually really surprised. I mean, some things it definitely gets wrong. And I got to say that it's by no means something that could be put into production. But it's given me a lot of confidence that this could become production worthy to the point where a combination of enough data and some clever logic written into the app will give a user experience that is extremely robust and it'll track handstands very efficiently, very effectively with a lot of confidence. Um, so I'm excited. I actually, my, from my first tests, I, I feel very positive about continuing with this project, which is great because now it's time to get this out there a little bit more. It's time to push it out a little bit further, get, get this app into the hands of some of my friends who practice hands, handstands and get some basic features um, coded into it. So we need to, we need to uh, implement a basic counting system that is persistent. So that's one very, very basic level feature that I think could be uh, a viable kind of MVP thing is that it'll just remember how many total handstands you've done. Uh, in, and that will help a lot with just get, getting people to come back to get that number higher every day. <laughs> uh, another one is the audio feedback. So we need to have some audio feedback when you're about to get into the handstand, when you're in the handstand, and when you fall out of the handstand. One thing I'm really happy with is that the model is really good at um, seeing when you're about to enter a handstand and when you exit a handstand. It's actually quite surprisingly accurate at this. And I, I'm really happy with that because I was planning on that being a major factor for building logic, a, a basic logic flow that would uh, kind of be the ultimate the ultimate, what to call it, sage, the sage of handstands <laughs> that would would be able to interpret what the what the um, vision model is classifying as poses and then turn it into something that's error free because the vision model isn't perfect either. Even though it's going to be a lot better, it still will make errors. And I think getting the confidence on things to above, you know, um, ninety-five percent is difficult, and you know, to get it closer to like ninety-nine percent would be using logic. So, for example, if the if the vision model detects entering handstand, handstand, exiting handstand, the confidence that that was a handstand is much higher than, for example, if it detects handstand without an entry, or uh, exit handstand then in, and then handstand suddenly. You know, there's like a lot of these edge cases where <laughs> the vision coming from the camera will just tweak and the whole skeleton will just go blah, 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 and like jumble all over the screen. And when, when you're training it, you can't really train the model to interpret those random jumbles of key points as the pose that you're trying to detect. You, it does happen, and it definitely does include those those outliers um, that that definitely don't conform to the majority of the rest of the key point data. But it's not what you it's not ideal. It's not what you're trying to do. Um, unfortunately, 
the basic vision model that draws the skeleton on the human body doesn't it it itself and i can't really do much about this because apple built this based on probably something else that's been built by someone else um but anyway it's it's apple's proprietary model and from my understanding it does not do very well with inversions just people upside down so it clearly hasn't been trained very much on people who are upside down <laughs> um, which definitely makes it a little bit harder for me to train it to recognize handstands because sometimes it will just not see us it won't see a person in in the image because it doesn't it doesn't know what a person upside down looks like so it's just like there's no person there uh, so I have to figure out a way to use you know logic around around that uh, so yeah, we have the basic counting system, implement audio feedback, get some beta testers, and retrain the ML model to include more and better data. So those are my next steps. Um, super excited, actually. This is really, really awesome. And I'm, I'm actually pretty glad that I can do this right before the weekend because I'm about to go hiking. Um, I'm going to go hike Mount Batur on Saturday morning. And I thought it would be pretty cool to be able to show this to some people when I'm hiking. Um, so I am stoked about that. Jack's hack for today is to recognize that when you're on a project like this, when you're trying to build something that is meaningful to you, but you don't know how and you don't have the right skills and you're not an expert enough, recognize that it's not easy and just keep going anyway. Uh, because this is, I mean, this is what I learned today. This morning I woke up and I was like, this is way too hard. I need, you know, like this would be a, this would be a, a good project for an engineer who has, you know, two years of experience. And here I am with three weeks of experience trying to hack together an MVP by myself with no help. And I recognize that that's not easy. And the result of me just pushing pushing ahead and just trying to figure it out, despite the fact that it, I get I get that tense feeling in my throat. I don't know if you ever remember, like maybe back in school or university days, where you're doing an exam or something like that, or you're in a class and it's just too hard and you're not grasping the concepts and you're getting like frustrated and you want to cry, and you get that tense feeling in your throat and it just won't go away and you can't get rid of it no matter how much you try to like relax and tell yourself that you know everything's okay <laughs> i got this feeling a lot when when i first arrived in japan and i was sitting in in my japanese class which was level four and i would have probably put myself in level two um and it was just far too hard and i didn't understand anything and you know we had to do the homework and write <laughs> we had to write essays at that level it was already at the level of writing essays and I remember so vividly that tense feeling that I would get in my throat. Like, I can't do this. This is too hard. Everyone else is better than me. I'm, I'm not good enough. And um, I need to, you know, do something easier, basically. That's more at my ability level. That feeling is something that I've been getting a lot, to be honest. And, you know, I've had quite a few days where I've just had that tense feeling in my throat all day because... This is not simple stuff, but just keep going anyway. And, and that's what I'm telling myself. 
So this 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 Jack's hack is really it really is Jack's hack. It's for Jack right now. So thanks for listening, everyone. Day 41 is finished, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.